For the gods of this world have blinded the eyes of many, that they might not see the light of the gospel of Christ. But verily, verily, I say unto you, the light is come amongst men. This is the light. Hi, I'm Favor, and this is the God Pod, where we share real-life story of people's personal work in faith, their questions, doubts, highs and lows, and the goodness of God is unraveled one story at a time. I became addicted to pornography. Addict. Okay, so you know now that I'm a cultist. Uh, sometimes I turn up for me to drunk. I was not a Christian, obviously. Um, I actually grew up in a Muslim family. I was raised a Muslim. I came from a Muslim home. Find the motivation to keep going. Get answers to questions you never even thought to ask. Realize your capacity and ability in Christ to do more, be more, as everyone in this space is just like you. Loved by God, redeemable, and saved by grace. Do well to subscribe to this podcast and please do not miss an episode. God bless you. Hello, beautiful people of God. It is a privilege to be here again. Welcome to another epic episode of the God's World with Favor. If this is your first time of joining us, welcome, 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 welcome. You are not in the wrong place. You are in the place where people genuinely love God and they share their real life testimonies with you. Welcome. Today, we will be having a guest join us on the show today. He's um, a teens coach and leader, a voiceover artist, a convener of what we call a Kindle class, which basically teaches young people to ignite and be awake to the power of God within them. Yes, young people are really on fire for God. Well, join me as we welcome Chuka Osabiku. Welcome, Chuka. Thank you very much, Pavel. So, um, I was born into a Christian family and um, started going to church at a very young age. But um, I knew there was something missing because... There's a lot of questions I had that um, my elders couldn't answer and I didn't know how to say it to them. So, along the line, I met some guys that were, they were dancers. I can't dance, I'm terrible mm-hmm. at dancing. So, they were dancers and I liked the way they um, talked about the things of God and their perspective towards Christianity because it was very different from what I knew. So I was doing spoken word at that time, so I decided to partner with them and see what we can do for the kingdom. Um, so I spent about um, three years with them, and 
majority of the things they said to me about Christianity was very different and it was real to me because it was coming from young people and from people that understand um the way I that thing the way I think, sorry. But meanwhile, while all this was happening, I was going through my own personal stuff. I had this issue of um, pornography and masturbation like for a very, very long time. Since I was like um, 10, 10, 11 mm. years. And to be honest, it wasn't easy because people saw me as um, a very upright person. People saw me as um, God-fearing child and all those things. But really, nobody understood what I was going through. And if I tried to tell them, nobody understands how to respond to me. So it left me um, finding answers on my own. So once I was with these guys, at a point I was able to stop because every day we talk about the things of God. And when I go back home, I feel like I shouldn't be doing these things. But really, deep down, I knew that it was still there and I had not really handled or addressed the main issue. So, um, at some point, I decided to leave the team because of um, some issues I had with them. But notwithstanding, the seeds they are sown in my life about Christianity and about Christ were still there. So, whilst all this was happening, about um, April 12, 2017, I was in my room. I was going through YouTube and I saw a video about, um, it was an evangelist preaching and he was asking, he said, everybody knows the day they had their first kiss. Everybody knows the day they graduated from school. Everybody knows all those things, but nobody knows the day, not everybody knows the day they became a Christian. And I paused and I thought like, ah, guy, Yusef, I, which, when did you become a Christian, Seth? Is it just because you were just going to church? And then and there, I gave my life to Christ. Like, officially, not just going to church. I officially became a Christian. Now, I can remember that after that particular day, I had this joy and I had this sense of peace that I, I, did, I didn't even know where it came from because people could even notice. And they were asking me, Ah, Chuka, what's, what's going on with you? You look different. You sound different. And it's just Jesus. Now, because of how much of that joy was in me, any person I meet or I met, I would want to talk to you about Jesus. And in that process, I was able to lead some people to Christ. And I, I didn't even know I was leading them to Christ. I was just doing what what flowed and it would be after everything it would be like thank you for leading me to christ or thank you for standing by me I'm like i didn't even know that that was what i was doing but we still thank god now moving on from there the issues i had were still there because i hadn't addressed it i was i was believing that um just because i'm a christian now or because uh have accepted Christ or one thing, one thing, that they would just disappear. They were still there. Um few few days ago I was having I was um trying to remember how I got into that situation. And 
I was tracing the lines back to where the seeds were sown. When we were in secondary school, my friends were always talking about girls. And if you didn't have a girl with you, or if you were not able to um, talk to a girl as cool as they did, you were seen as different or you're not part of the clique and everything. Now, because of peer pressure, it now forced people like me that were not able to meet up to their standards that once we get any opportunity, we exploit it to the fullest. So, because I couldn't get the girls, the closest thing at that point was my phone and the internet. And that was what I used to um, to satisfy mm. myself or to make myself feel like part of mm. them. So yeah. you get... Now, when I come to school, because they boast with their own girls, I now boast with what I have on my phone. And I show them, like, look at this video I saw yesterday. So I was now seen as, ah, you said guy, you said you be bad guy. Mm. Not knowing that most things I was doing was actually putting me in much trouble that I couldn't come out of in one day. Mm. <laughs> now, fast forward to after secondary school, I had the opportunity to now actually meet girls. And I was not still in secondary school, but that same feeling I had was what I had when I met girls. I was like, okay, it's time for me to prove myself as a guy to this girl so that I can feel like a guy. Now, all these things happened, and now I remember the mistakes. I'm like, if only someone had told me, or if only someone had said, this is not what makes you a man, or this is not what makes you accepted by your friends. I would have um, avoided all those things. Now, I started doing, um, I'll tell myself that this month you will not do it, or next month you will not do it, or this week you will not do it. I was, I was still falling, I was still making mistakes. But the funny thing in all the situation was that I was going with God. I was praying better. I, I got the gift of the Holy Spirit. I began to pray in tongues. I was doing things in church, praying for people and all that. But this thing was still there. Mm. So I would be asking God, God, how far? As in, what's, what's the issue? <laughs> and I wouldn't get any response. But I will be going to churches, going to prayers, going to meetings and all those things. And everything was going fine. Until, until I met someone and he told me, I, I was sharing my experience with him. And he told me that I should see myself as Jesus sees me. Mm. And I was now wondering... Is it by just seeing myself? Is it not? Is there not something to do? Maybe you give me to pray for three days or <laughs> do something special. And he said, "No, that's not what you should do. I should see myself as Jesus sees me." I said, "Okay, let me try it." He gave me some scriptures, and I began to make confessions with those scriptures. Now, the same thing happened to me when I was in secondary school because I was seeing these kind of things and I was thinking that way was what happened to me now. I started seeing what Jesus Christ sees me as and I started thinking the way Jesus Christ sees me as. And it didn't happen immediately, but I could notice mm. the changes. My mind began to think differently and I began to act differently. The things I was interested in before, I started losing interest in them little by little. Not because I was... I was trying my best to consciously stay away from them, but I was doing it from the Jesus side. Now, whilst I was doing this, I was also making sure I stay away from stuff 
that would trigger those emotions. I notice that if I'm alone or if I um, watch some certain kind of movies or music videos, I feel those ways. So I was avoiding those things. Whenever I'm alone, I go outside the house and just walk around or get something to do. Whilst when I know I stop watching the videos and I notice that if I'm alone, I feel that way, then I go out and get myself busy. So that's helped me fill the void because at the point I was thinking that maybe that's what God wanted to use as a thorn in my flesh. The way Paul said in Rom um Z Romans that he said he has the issue. Um second Corinthians five seven. Yeah, the part where he said that um he will glory in his weakness. You know that part. I felt that that was the same situation I had, but God said that is not it, that that is not his plan for anybody to have any of those limitations in the flesh. Now, after I got this victory, I made sure I I reached out to people and I began to tell people that that is not the way, that is not what God expects from you. That because you have this addiction issue or you have anything limiting you doesn't mean you should stay back there. Now, I noticed that because of um, how teenagers and youths are neglected these days in the church, it leads them to um, developing these issues. A whole lot of them are going through very, 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 very traumatizing situations. But they don't have people to say it to. They don't have people to help them. They don't have people to advise them because... If they try to say it to the elders, the elders will either judge them or shout at them or do something that's very terrible. Now, when I brought myself to most people, I, I was getting very, 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 very touching and very, very shocking, um, when I say confessions or revelations about what was going on in their lives. Now, I tried my best to help them. But at the point, I, was, I, I feel like I was trying too hard that I was also losing the God factor. Mm. I was also like trying on my own to help them out losing God. And I had to go back to God and say, God, how far? You, you, you said I should do this thing. How far? Let's do it together. And he used people. He used friends. That's the good thing. We should always have friends around us that understand the calling of God upon your life and understand where God wants you to be so that at every point in time when you feel like you're losing it, you can go back to, to them and share your experiences with them and they advise you based on what the Holy Spirit is saying to them. Mm. Mm. Another, another thing that helped me during this, that my time was that I had this very close friend, a very close friend, and I was able to open up to her. At first, I was denying the fact that I had these addictions. I was denying it to myself. And it was killing me faster. So when I noticed that, okay, I had to open up, I opened up and I noticed that there was a relief kind of before I, before I broke free. There's a relief and I opened up. I said a problem shared is how yeah. solved. I opened up and shared with her. So whenever I feel like I'm going back, I talk and she encourages me and tells me, no, 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 this is not what you should do. This is not what you should do. Together with the with her help and the Holy Spirit's help, I was able to come out. So anybody listening to this that is in a similar situation, make sure you have somebody you can trust that will not sell you out or anything. Someone you can talk to and open up completely. Yeah. 
so that even if on your own you're falling the person will help you get up and make sure the person is stronger maybe let's say stronger than you so that both of you don't fall into the same situation because they said a blind man cannot lead a blind mm. man you cannot be relying on someone that doesn't know better than you if you know if you have someone that knows better and knows what to do to help you sure, sure. So, um, I got into school and I promised God that when I get into school, I'll work for him. But school pressure was so much, it was so much that I forgot my promise to God. Then, when I was, I was walking in the room, and God reminded me, like, guy, offer, you said you're going to do something when you get to school. Have you forgotten? Mm. And I was busy pushing, pushing, and like, oh, no, no, I can't do it. This one, that one, that one. And the burden became very strong. That was when Kindle started. He told me that I should start Kindle. Kindle was, or Kindle is channel that teenagers and young people, mostly in secondary school and university, um, fresh as year one students. Now, I got the idea and I started praying. But at a point, I felt like um, I don't need it again or I felt like... Um, there was so much pressure that let me just try my best and just finish school first or something. I was just postponing and procrastinating. That was all this happened within like three months. I planned I would do Kindle, the first Kindle event. I planned I'll do it January. I planned I sorry, I planned I'll do it November, December. But as I end of December, I had not started planning. Hmm. Now I was talking with one of my friends online and the conversation led to a prayer. So we were praying, and she, she, the Holy Spirit led her to ask me, am I planning on doing an event for believers this year? I said, yes, but I stopped praying. And she said, the Holy Spirit said you should start it now. Wow. And wow. that night, I called the designer. I was like, oh boy, guy, do design for me. No, 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 we're starting the event. He was shocked. So like, I said, yes, so the Holy Spirit is angry. Like, do it now. Before two weeks, we had done everything, done the flyers, done everything, and started posting. I posted the first link. I posted a link for the WhatsApp group on Sunday night. By Monday morning, my friends were calling me that, guy, the group is full. We need another group. Wow. Yes, just between the night. And I was wondering, what if I did not accept this thing? Who would have helped all these people? Hmm. So, summary, we had two groups running. We had two full WhatsApp groups. I would have opened a third group, but I felt like it would be too much stress and burden. And after everything, I got a lot of testimonies. People told me what they got from the events and how much God has blessed them through it. I was now asking myself, what if I decided to just stay back? Mm. This is also where friends come into. Because if I had not, if I had not had a conversation with her, the Holy Spirit would have said what he said to me. Yeah. Just recently, too, was it yesterday or two days ago? The Holy Spirit told me I should do a second Kindle because during this lockdown, lots of teenagers and young people have gone into habits that are not healthy for them because their brains need to be active as human beings. But if you don't feed it with the right um, activities, it finds anything that's, that is at hand and makes it what it wants all the time. So most of them have found their phones, the internet, and definitely 
they are going to see things that are not meant to be seen. So the Holy Spirit has asked me to do another candle and I'm praying towards it and I believe that he's going to help me because he's the one that called me and he's the one that led me to do what I'm doing. Wow. Yes. Uh, you've said a lot. Wow. I'm totally blown off. Like what you said mm-hmm. here about young people having a lot of struggles and not anybody mm-hmm. to go to is actually very true. Because I've encountered yeah. people who had similar problems and just one conversation with them, they start spilling everything. Picking everything, yeah. yeah. It could just be <laughs> just a little, you know, conversation on the internet and then they start telling you things and you begin to wonder, is that they don't have people, elderly ones, maybe family members they can talk to. But um, if you're a young person and you're listening to this and you're struggling with something and you need someone to talk to you need someone to pray with you then you can reach out to chuka and i also wanted to say um first of all forget what the word says forget what your emotions tell you Mm -hmm. very true you're not who your emotions are because they can fluctuate you're not who the word say you are you're who god says you are says you are and who does he say you are yeah you see, when God looks at you, yeah, he does not see all of these distractions. What he sees is himself because he created himself in you. So when next devil comes and is telling you you are the addiction you're struggling with, no, just like Chuka said, stop trying to do it on your own. You will fail if you continually try to yeah. do it on your own. You will fail. You need the help of the Holy Spirit and you need to continually see yourself just like God sees you. If you would like to reach out to Chuka, he's on Instagram at, um, is that Christian Centered Living, right? No, Christ Centered Living. Yeah, Christ Centered Living. If you, yeah. you want to be a part of Kindle, you want to you know, join his next Kindle program event, then you should reach out to him. And if you would like to send in your salvation stories, tongue talk, or any other God experience you've had, we're on IG at dgodpod. That is d underscore god underscore pod. And if you would like to reach me on mail, I am at dkfavor95 at gmail.com. Thank you so much once again, Chuka, for coming. Thank you, Favor, for having me. And you are home. Thank you for listening. Stay blessed.